been a minute. Um, I... So, I... Girl. Last episode really, like, pissed me off. Because I realized... Oh my god, it's 1.59am. Please, this man is texting me, too. I always have a man texting me. Last episode pissed me the fuck off. I was so mad because I was talking about all these places that I've been. And then I was literally being like, what did I order? Like, what did I get? And I was like the most basic bitch. So I literally went to this restaurant around the corner from my house and I spent $80 on dinner myself. I got fucking boar regatoni in broth and ricotta, roasted ricotta and peaches over bread. Speaking of peaches, my book is out. Right? What day is this episode coming out? Girl. (gasps) Wait a minute. (gasps) Oh my god, my book is out. (sighs) So please go buy it. The Paniki's Peach Tree. It's available. Um, You can order a physical copy of it, which I'm really proud of. The, um, oh my god. The cover was shot, styled, edited by me, makeup by me, model, I was the model. Um, the back as well. I did all of it myself. I edited the entire book myself. I wrote the entire book myself. And I'm, I'm really proud of it. So, Please, 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 please go check it out. Um, it's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. And it is Barnes & Noble available as well. So I thank you guys so much for letting me, you know be the creative person that I've wanted to be. Oh. So, yeah. Um, very excited about that. But that's not what this episode today is about. And I also got an Aperol spritz at that restaurant. So, it was a very good experience, and it was a block away from my house. And the aesthetic was literally similar to mine. So... It was a good overall experience. Waiter was super nice. The um, menu was like on a piece of like brown paper and it was handwritten. And they served their stuff on like fine china type looking things. Like very rustic, cute Italian spot. Definitely my new date spot. 
Um, decently priced as well. Very fast. Service was so good. Um, kept checking in, asking how everything was. It was great. So, yeah. I have been procrastinating making this episode. Because, you know, I have had a rough couple months. When is in life rough? I don't fucking know. I'm sitting here like, <laughs> when is it going to get better? <laughs> um... <laughs> But it's not. But it's good. It's decent right now. I'm in like the like the stages of changing jobs. And I really am anxious and irritated about it. And my food stamps might get cut off. So. We might as well like blow this candle out while the fire is still able to be blown out. Okay. I am not friends with the gays, um, my high school friends anymore. Um, you know, I kind of decided to just give myself time and space. Um, and I feel like we've really just grown apart and grown differently. And I kind of found that the people I knew were definitely not the people that stood in front of me recently. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. I'm not saying I have it all figured out. I just think that I just wasn't shown the respect that I kind of earned. Um, And I just wanted to just mature with them, but I guess we weren't able to do so. Um, So I haven't spoken to any of them since the springtime, really, before... June. It was like June. And that's like a long time to me. <sighs> um, speaking how it is October. Fuck, I literally thought it was... <laughs> My windows have been open all... September and it's so chilly right now and I love it but I also hate it at the same time I miss summer but yeah so um it kind of just got nasty towards the end I okay so let's recap I decided to move to New York when I was 18 And I couldn't have done it without Jerome. Everybody had kind of, except for Jerome, had gone to college. Tommy had gone to Ohio State. Xavier had gone to 
Tommy went to OSU, Ohio State University. Xavier went to OU, Ohio University. And Jim went to Chicago. Andrew was, like, cut out at the group, like, a long fucking time ago because of just things he did, things that I really had no... He was fucking rude to me, too. Like, when I slept over his house one night, like, his dad was so mean to me and, like, told his whole family, like, Frank was so rude and so disrespectful and people had egged my car and I just... I don't fucking know what the fuck was going on. He literally just said I was lazy and, like, I wouldn't help clean. And I literally... They wouldn't, like, let me in the house to wait. While my dad, like, came to jump the car. He, like, they wouldn't even help me jump the car. Like, they literally didn't help me at all. And then they just expected me to sit outside. And I was like, girl, okay. But anyway, yeah, Andrew was cut out. Not just for that, other reasons. But he went to L.A. Um, Damon and Quinn went to colleges in... Boston. Um, I visited Damon's school recently. I, like, don't know the fucking names of it, if you want me to be honest. Right now, I can't think of it. Northeastern and Boston University or whatever. Um, Charlie went to Yale. No, what the fuck? Cornell. Well, girl, ooh, well. Um... Yeah, and Alex went to upstate in White Plains, Manhattanville. Um, Jerome went to John Carroll. And yeah, I didn't go to school. Um, and I'm still confident in myself with that decision. I mean, I do feel like I left out. I was left out of a lot not going to college. Um, but I I mean, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I feel like if I went to college, I would have never moved here. And I'd much rather live here than be in college, so. So, yeah. New York it was. But anyway... Everyone went to college, and I, like, texted all the time. I was home. I was working full-time. And I just tried to reach out. And when people came back for holidays or breaks, I would always move my time around to hang out with them. I tried to, like, go down and hang out with people. Um, when they... When I could, you know, when they wanted me. I went down to... OSU for Halloween with Tommy. Um, I went with Xavier to pick up his things at OU. Girl, what was that? Um, something just fell. Yeah. I went recently to see Damon in Boston. I was always hanging out with Alex in college. Um, that went quite bitter. 
And yeah. So I just feel like I was the flexible friend. And yeah, I mean, Jerome did a lot of things. He always visited people and whatnot and made time or whatever. But me and Jerome, Jerome and I really didn't hang out as much when we were both at just in Ohio, still in Cleveland. He kind of just went to school, went home, went to school, went home. Really... Oh my God, it's making me so like emotional to like just think of how things change and how people grow and grow apart. And I just get overwhelmed a lot recently in my adult life, just realizing the moment that I'm in and putting so much pressure on myself to like be someone and do something right now even though I'm literally 20 years old um and yeah I've definitely not given myself enough credit with how much I've grown and where I am now but yeah so what, Jerome moved me out here, drove, like, one-third, maybe, like, I, I mean, it was, like, close to, uh, no, it was, like, one-third of my boxes to New York and dropped me off. Oh, my God, I forgot about Patrick. Patrick goes to school in New Jersey. Um, the funny thing is I always forgot about Jim whenever I like texted people or talked about him in podcasts. It was always Jim that I was leaving out. And Patrick, I guess, because Patrick never saw me either. Patrick just like existed in New Jersey and never made time for me. Um, which sucks, but I mean, it's, it's true. Cause he kind of had like this mentality, which I'll get into later about how like high school friends aren't forever friends and people grow. And I mean, I'm not saying he's right or wrong. Um, yeah, it just kind of sucked. So. Yeah. Why did I think that this episode was going to, like, bring me peace? Because it's not. It's making me distraught. But anyway, back to it. Jerome dropped me off, and I got here, and it was this whole new experience. And I was so overwhelmed. And I had hung out with Patrick and Jerome, and I hadn't seen them in so long. And I just got, like, this rush again of, like, high school and, like, I have these people in my life and everything's going to be great. And then I was dropped off in Brooklyn with complete strangers as roommates. And just Jerome left the second he like put down my last box, like we like was gone. 
and it just slowly dripped away like the happiness that I kind of had and I had to like learn how to make new friends in an environment that wasn't school or work or it was the world I had to just start from scratch because you know I tried and tried and tried to text all my friends always sending stuff in the group chat and I kind of overstepped in a way like when I was raped and everything and all those videos of me came out of just like getting very painfully um, just getting like numb you know getting fisted and everything um I was in shock when it happened. And I just had this idea that um we were all going to like hang out as much again as we did back then. So I tried to, like, keep this group chat alive, and I just sent, like, the videos and the photos that this man had taken of me in the group chat. And... It just became, like, a joke. Like, instead of me taking the time to heal and realize what happened was wrong. I just got normalized to it becoming like a friend group meme. And I'm not going to say there was one person that did that. I do take responsibility for sending it and probably making my friends uncomfortable. But like my life has just been so to the point in my face that I put it in other people's faces because there's just no kind of filter that's been put on. So I don't put a filter on the way that I deal with things and I process things. So I kind of just expected, I didn't, I mean, I take that back. I didn't know what to expect. I sent the photos and the videos and I tried updating them with how my life was going in New York and all this and the meth and the withdrawals. Like I just, I put so much pressure on these people who clearly were trying to 
distance themselves and grow outside of this group that I kind of fucked the whole relationship. But I mean, I deserved better. I... Oh, God. I... I did deserve better. And, like, I had this podcast come out and I talked very openly about other assaults and living situations and just trauma in general. And, like, there was never really a collective... I mean, I just had grown up and I was alone and I didn't realize how alone that the world was. And I expected it to be like high school and have someone be there. And I kind of just feel like my friends might have just been there because it was high school and they had to be there, but I was also there. And Jerome would answer the phone the most. Alex just seemed to have... Alex just had this idea of, like, I lived in New York, so that was his excuse to come to the city and do what he wanted to do, but I was there to, like, calm his anxiety and show him around and just... Yeah. Um... So, Xavier was probably the person that I tried to call the most um, because I had such good memories with just art class and us with our parents, like similar things. Um, Tommy just faded away very quickly after... Halloween when I had saw him. It just felt like I was back in grade school with like people wanting to be my friend because I was just very, I was a lot of energy. I was very flamboyant. Like I stuck out and like that grabbed people's attention and It just made people seem cool and it was like a good weekend experience, I guess. Um, Yeah, so. Xavier was going through his own things. I was trying to overwhelm him with my things. I wasn't trying to overwhelm him with my things. I'm saying this wrong. I feel like he was already overwhelmed with his own things, that my problems and just him being there for me was overwhelming. Um, 
you know, because it kind of sucks because I so easily was there for other people all the time. That it just felt like all the shit that went down, like snowballed into this big, huge shit show. And the whole time we had vacation planned out ahead, I sent my money in. I was dirt broke. And I had wanted to see everyone so bad that I had spent the last of my money and put myself in debt to plan ahead for a week and a half that I couldn't work. And I didn't know what my, I didn't know where I was going to live. My lease ended the day that I was supposed to leave for this vacation that I had convinced everyone to go on because I had put my money down and I was so confident on being there. And the plan was that I didn't even bring up this idea. I told everyone separately and if they could res- they didn't respect this that I would love to house anyone. I have one bed and I had a small room. I always had Alex sleep over. I always made sure that people were welcome. But like it just became like a pit stop. I feel like I became a pit stop because all of a sudden it was everyone from Ohio was going to come sleep in my apartment for, I don't, a night or two in New York and all use the kitchen that I already have four roommates with, all use the bathrooms that I have four roommates with. In a small ass apartment and spend my food stamps on them because I didn't need them. It just, the, me having food stamps also became like this, oh, Frank doesn't really need them. Yeah, I did need them. I was not eating. I was eating one meal at most that was most likely pasta for a year straight. There was days where I would go and just have a McDonald's burger because that was all I could afford. So it sucked because I had, I was so happy to see these individuals every time that I got a chance to see them. When Alex would come down, I would call out of work. There was times where I wasn't working and I spent literally the money that I had left saved to buy a train ticket up to see him, go out to dinner with him, or have him here and cook for him. Use my food stamps on him because I wanted him here. (sighs) 
and Charlie came to visit. And brought all his friends, wanted me to show everyone around. They were the biggest losers ever. They expected me to take them to bars when none of them had fake IDs. They expected me to take them to cool places where they didn't have to spend money. And I get that you don't need money, really, in New York. I mean, you do if you... You at least need a little. But the things that I enjoy and that I think are cool, you don't need a lot of money. I go thrifting and I get like four, six dollar shirts and I'm so happy. I'll get like a pair of ten dollar shoes and I'm so happy. And it's like I brought his friends around And I invited them into my house and I cooked for all of them. And they're not having fun and they're like, let's get alcohol. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. Let's go out and get dinner. Are we going to get food soon? I'm hungry. Even literally after I cooked them, what was left of the food that I had and could afford that was in my fridge? And then I'm taking them out to dinner. And then they're like, where are we going? What's our reservation? And I'm like, you guys literally tried to make a reservation. Like, it's... You asked about to go to a restaurant like an hour ago. Like, there's so many places in New York. And it's just... We could just go somewhere. Walk around Little Italy. See what everyone likes. I don't want to sit in my apartment and figure out and cater to everyone's needs. And literally being so fucking annoying. And then Damon's friends coming down and meeting them out and they're like let's go to cool places and I'm like I don't really hang out in Manhattan I hang out in Brooklyn and they're like we're not going to Brooklyn like I just became like this tour guide of New York for like 80,000 people at a time like if one person came like yeah come stay at my apartment stay for a while I would love to have you at my apartment It was literally just, oh, Frank can show us New York. Frank lives there. Oh, let me bring all my friends and we can and I can have a good time with them because I don't think I'm going to have fun with Frank. But he's there and we can use him to show us around. He had the the shittiest last year. He lived with a man, was raped multiple times for rent. All my paychecks were sent to that apartment. I wasn't paid. I was broke and homeless for literally like a month and a half. That I had zero dollars. That I was sleeping on my friend's couch. That I had dragged all my fucking shit out on the dirty ass apartment project floors. That I couldn't wash because I didn't have fucking money. I couldn't eat because I didn't have money. Jillian spent the last of her 
what she had to fucking feed me and her. Like, they never came to, like... They never called, really. They never came to check up on me. It was always just, like... I'm here for New York, not you. And... Yeah, I mean, the amount of times I went up and... Hung out with Alex and... Met all Alex's friends and then... We're sitting there and then Alex is like, I hang out with all these people, but I hate where I go to school. I feel like I'm not going to be anyone. I feel like I'm such a disappointment. It's all these things. And I was there and I supported him. And I literally was 100% for him. And then I'm hearing... Oh, Magdalena's fat, Magdalena's overweight, Magdalena's they, them, Magdalena's, oh, she, oh, I mean they, oh, she, like, stupid, like, making fun of the friends that he had. Oh, I hang out with the squad girls, but one night when I got sexually assaulted at a bar... They literally, like, went back the next weekend. And they just literally treated him like shit. Oh, I only hang out with Magdalena because she buys me food. Comes to my apartment. I feed him. Oh, maybe that's why he only hangs out with me. Find out he's taking, like, lip glosses and other tiny stupid things from me. That I literally work my ass off to pay for a fucking drugstore lip gloss that I'm so happy that I can fucking afford. He has to take it. Oh, my mom sent me grocery money. Oh, I haven't been working. I'm in school right now. Let's go out to dinner. Like, I don't, it was literally like, girl, you have a car. Like, I don't, it was so irritating, like, coming down here and then him being like, this is where you live? Like, your neighborhood's kind of scary. Like, we're going to live together someday and we're going to have, like, a nicer apartment. Like, girl, you're complaining about, like, all the shit that you can't fucking do and afford and that you're not going to be anyone. And then the apartment that I pay nine dollars 55 a month for and I have four roommates is fucking ghetto is fucking all the other nasty words people my friends have used to describe where I've lived and how I've lived like it just became It became a hopeless dance, I'll tell you that much.
and I had planned, I was on the phone with Jerome, Jerome would always call when I had a podcast episode or when I was at work, when I was anxious, he would be there for me on the phone. Everyone else would text me back and be like, oh, I'm in class or like, what's up? I'll call you later. Never called me. And then I was like, Jerome, like, you have to come stay at my apartment. Like, I miss you so much. Like, please come. And he was like, oh, I'm going to come around this time. And I was like, oh, that's my birthday. You definitely need to come. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to split it up and stay with Patrick and you. And I was like, great. Um... And somehow it got, Angie and Cole were like saints, the existence of me living where I do, and would always be so ecstatic. Like when my cousin came, they were so excited, like wanted to be there for dinner, bought wine, bought food, all this, helped me cook, helped me do this. And then when Jerome was coming, like, that I spoke so highly of. They were like, let him stay in the guest room. Like, we'll clean it for him. Like, please tell him he can stay here. And then all of a sudden, it was like, Jerome wasn't going to stay in at my apartment. He was only going to stay at Patrick's and then drive into the city. And then I was like, okay, but, like, I figured all this out for you, but that's fine. And then... Patrick was going down like the plans had changed so much and it was kind of like it was like why like I don't understand why you're coming why are you calling me asking if you're just gonna hang out with Patrick and then oh now like can I stay at your apartment Patrick and I can we both sleep over then it's like oh okay yeah we're gonna be in fucking Pennsylvania for some reason and then we'll come up and I was like great so the day that that had happened I had gotten home from being out with Jill at her dad's house And it was Easter. And Jerome and Patrick were at some fucking, I don't even know. I don't remember, to be honest. But I know Jerome was not sober driving. I'll tell you that much. So they drove to my house and I, like, got all this cheese. Like, I got... They were like, don't worry, we're going to bring alcohol. And I was like, great, perfect. I have all this food. I made it, everything look nice. I made sure the apartment was clean. The room was ready. Everything was ready. Um, then they got here. And it was so weird to see them. Like, I had only hung out with Patrick like a few times. And this was like the first time that I ha- didn't hang out with Patrick really and his other friends. 
So I was super excited. And Jerome came in and everything. And we sat there and just... I introduced them to Angie and Cole and everyone was so excited to just have them in the apartment. And we were talking and talking and talking and it just felt like the difference... It was just like Alex and I like continued our lives. And this always just felt like we always talked about old things. Things that had already happened or like talking about game plans and concern. Like it was it was always just like, are you gonna like what are you gonna do next? It was never the response specifically that I got from Patrick, I feel was like kind of like judging me being never like a helpful, like I'll do anything. Like I can make sure that I can help you move or nothing. Never really offering anything for me. Always just being like, well, what are you going to do next? And so Patrick or in Jerome are in the apartment. Um, we're drinking. We're having fun. We're talking. I have all this food. They're like, we're not hungry. I'm like, okay, great. Um, I was like, okay. Not even that long goes by. And Jerome is like, so I'm going to go fuck this man that lives in the neighborhood. And I was like, uh. Okay. I was like, you like kind of just got here. And he's like, it's just like, can you wait up and just unlock the door? Like when I get home and I was like, girl, I've kind of had like a really long day and you're not going to help me like clean up. And he literally just like went over there. And, like, fuck this man. Like, I literally... Patrick was talking shit the second he left. Being like, Jerome, yeah, he's acting... I don't know, he's talking about religion a lot. Like, and it was like, girl... And this is, like, when Patrick whispered the first domino into my ear. And I was, like, just irritated. And I was like, girl... Like, y'all are... Okay. And so I'm cleaning, cleaning, whatever, by myself, drinking. And Jerome comes home. And... Yeah. I let him in. And goes right to bed. And I'm like, great. I literally was like, this is irritating. Now I'm, like, completely drunk... And I just, like, what the fuck just happened? So no one wanted to hang out with me, and I was just watching a TV, TV, and I invited someone over, and I hung out with this man while my fucking two friends from high school were over, and they went to bed. And then literally the morning came, and Jerome, like, woke me up early as fuck or whatever. Patrick had left. Because he had to go to school or something. I don't... 
kind of a blur because I got so irritated. But I was like, okay. We get up. We're in the car. Jerome starts drinking um, this fucking Coke bottle that's sitting in the sun on the floor. And I was like, girl, that's kind of disgusting. And he goes, there's like whiskey in this. And I was like, girl, and you're be- What? I was like, what the fuck? It's literally not even noon. And you're drinking whiskey and Coke that has been sitting in the sun. And you're about to drive to Manhattan. So we get in the car. I'm already so irritated. We, like, spend literally half the day trying to find parking because he insists on driving and not taking the trains. And then, whatever, the day goes by, the day goes by. And he's like, let's go get Patrick. And Patrick wasn't out of school for, like, an hour and 30 minutes. And I was like, girl, okay, like, let's go do something near where he's... where he is, and, like, we'll wait. And... We go over there. We literally spent the entire time looking for parking. And I by the time of... I literally hadn't eaten all day. I literally had one alcoholic beverage because I went to Champers, where Kendra used to work. And we went there. Because I wanted him to meet my friends. And then he literally just drank there, too, and then got behind the wheel. And I was like, this is wonderful... I was starving. I hadn't eaten all day. Because we spent, again, the entire day finding fucking parking. And I literally was like, alright, like, I'm gonna go. I'm tired. I have to do shit for my birthday party. I have to start getting ready. Alex is coming. Like, I have to go. So I literally left. Homeboy did not drive me home. I took the train. And I got home. And... I forgot if Alex was supposed to come the day after or the night that night. But he he ended up coming over that night. So I was cooking and whatever and getting food ready. He came over and basically just like wanted me to stop what I was doing and like hang out with him. And not help me get ready for my birthday party that I was hosting. And I was like, okay. So we literally got drunk. Um, We sat on the fire escape in Cole and Angie's room. Um, and yeah, then it was my birthday. I remember Cole came home with flowers. And... Alex, you know what Alex was doing? Which was what started irritating me. He started, like, creating... So, I used to have a roommate, Blake. Was very attractive. Super nice. Um, Personality was, like, kind of iffy. But, good intention. And Alex was, like, back in high school, like, making this man feel uncomfortable. Like... He literally had a girlfriend or 
not a girlfriend. He was seeing someone. And Alex was just being, like, totally out of line and was, like, the thing that Alex does when he thinks someone is attractive, he'll throw everyone else just under the bus, like, shit on other people and just make himself, like, this angel. And was doing that, starting drama in my apartment, talking about my other roommates, like, asking why they didn't like each other, what was the beef, like, doing all this irritating stuff. I was sitting there like, Alex, what the fuck are you doing? And then brought me into it and started bringing up drama I had. And it was just, it was fucking a lot. And it was literally my birthday. Sucking dick and cock. And you did it at my birthday party. Literally, whatever. So then Alex is like, tomorrow can we go thrifting? Tomorrow can we do this? Tomorrow, let's blah, blah, blah. I want to do this. And I'm like, girl, it's literally my birthday. I didn't say this, but I was like, um, I mean, I, we have to, I kind of have to like clean up a little bit and like get some food prepped. But yeah, we could do like some of those things. We wake up. He's like, get up. I'm like, I'm up. I'm up. He's like, let's go. Let's go. I'm like, girl, I like, there's shit to do. And I literally got ready. And we went thrifting. And, like, I was so fucking over it. And we got coffee and everything, and I got cake. He did not pay for anything for me. And then later used the excuse that I didn't get him anything for his birthday. When I was literally homeless and dirt broke. But I literally traveled to see him on his birthday and spent basically the last of my money to go hang out with him, to see him at his play, his first college play, because no one else was going to be there and all this other stupid shit. And I, I literally was like there. He was like, that's all I want, like people to just be there. And I was like, okay, great. <sighs> Whatever. So then we're, we go to this coffee shop. And then he's on the phone with his sister for like this long ass time. While I'm sitting there with the cake and coffee that I paid for. And I'm pretty sure I paid for his coffee too. Anyway. Yeah, I'm literally by myself at this point on my birthday. And I'm like, okay, let's go home now. I have people coming over. I want to do my makeup. I want to blah, 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 whatever. So we go home. I'm cleaning up. Alex is literally, like, doing whatever. I don't even know. Like, not helping. Like, being like, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? Like, girl, I don't know. Like, I've given you something to do. You do it, sh like, very shit. And then you just go back to whatever the fuck, like, twirling your hair. And then I'm doing my makeup. I'm getting ready. I have this dress that I want to wear. I start drinking because Angie buys drinks for everyone. Because I invited them as well. Um, I, my friends come over. 
Jerome, Patrick, are there. Ex-co-workers from Buffalo Exchange are there. Yes, everyone that I love, Jill and all, everyone else is there. I'm literally cooking. I told everyone that I would make food with the expectations that people would help. Um, No one, like, <laughs> no one from Ohio, like, brought anything. Everyone else got me, like, gifts, like, a bottle of wine. Other things was, like, do we need to get ice? Do we need to get anything for the tacos? And I was literally, like, um, just, yeah. If you guys want to get ice, if you guys want to get stuff for the tacos. I was, like, we kind of need this. Jerome, Patrick, do you guys want to go? Literally, they were being the biggest pain in my fucking ass. They went downstairs and they started the... They were, like, we're going to go start the fire was not talking to, like, any of my new friends. They just stayed in, like, a clique of three and went down and started the fire. I was cooking. I was very irritated. I was hanging out with, like, Jill, and Jill was like, why are you cooking? And I was like, girl, um, I don't know, because I told you guys I would cook, and she was like, it's literally, like, your birthday. Like, I don't understand. And I was like, I know, like, I asked Alex and them to help me. Like, they said... Alex said he would be right back up and he would help me. So, like, it's fine. He's going to help me. Homeboy did not help me. I made these tacos. Everyone ate before me. I ate literally last. I had fun making tacos with Olivia, Andrea, Jill, Marcelo, Claire, and other people. Um, side note. This was the only fucking thing that my Ohio friends contributed to my birthday. Jerome had... So I went to go see the Barbie movie, and I'm watching the Barbie movie. This was, like, in the summer after I had stopped being friends with all of them. And this, like, camera... This Barbie with a camera comes on screen. And I start dying fucking laughing because Jerome had bought a Barbie with a camera, like the Barbie camera that they stopped making and brought it to, like, my birthday and was taking, like, selfies with it and, like, taking photos of everyone. And it was the funniest fucking thing ever. Homeboy did not give it to me for my birthday. Jerome didn't get me a gift. Fucking Patrick didn't get me a gift. And literally, whatever else. Okay, now I remember... Side note, the day after Jerome had sex, Patrick and Jerome wanted to hang out that day. And we went to the grocery store. And one, I hit this woman with my cart. And then I was talking shit about her. And then she was literally right behind me outside of Trader Joe's on the street. And I was like, that bitch just like wouldn't get out of the way. And I literally turned and it was her. And I was so embarrassed, but it's fine. Jerome just was always taking photos of me. And I was like, girl, like, okay. Sometimes it just becomes to be a lot. Like, there's already a lot of people that take photos of me on the street without asking. And just, I just, girl, can we just hang out? So, anyway, we went to Trader Joe's. I bought snacks for our day in the park. Literally, I bought everything with my fucking EBT. The only thing they bought 
was a six-pack of ciders that I had, like, one of. So, we go to the park, because Jerome wants to be by Park Slope. And we have this day in the picnic, and then we're like, let's go home. And then they're like, we're hungry. And then I was like, okay, girl, like, I could cook dinner. I cooked them both fucking dinner. And we eat it on the roof. Jerome's jumping up and down on the roof, going down the fire escape, the fire ladder, being like, take photos of me, take photos of me, take photos of me, being loud as fuck. And then the next day, there was literally a sign that said, like, no more people allowed on the roof. And I was like, great. Great. Like, this is just what I need. Yeah, and then the whole drinking and driving thing happened and whatever else. But anyway, back to my birthday. So we get downstairs. I get downstairs because I want to go hang out by the fire. And I'm like, oh, like, what is this charred piece of wood? It looks like it used to be a chair. It was. Jerome had thrown the downstairs unit's chair in the fire. None of the shit in the backyard at the time was mine. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like asking everyone, I was like, like who, like what is going on? And they were like, um, your friend did that. And everyone was kind of like weirded out and like nervous. And I was like, Oh, my God. So, (laughs) he fucking throws my neighbor's chair in the fire and, like, doesn't even apologize. And Cole and Angie were so pissed off. Anyway, time's going on. They, Cole and Angie had bought me a cake. They went upstairs with Alex. I told Blake to come down if he wanted to drink or whatever, say hi to everyone. He came down. Um, yeah, they sing happy birthday to me. Um, things are happening. I'm talking to people. It's kind of, Alex is talking to Blake and Patrick and Jerome are in their little corner. Cole and Angie are trying to talk to them, but they're just being annoying. So Alex starts like making these, it turned into like a whole group conversation for a second. And Alex starts like making like these jokes or whatever being like like I think I offered for him to sleep I don't remember why it got brought up but anyway the moral of the joke was Alex literally said in front of everyone oh I don't want to sleep in Frank's bed I don't want AIDS and then I said Girl, I ate him up real quick, though, because I was like, why are you saying that joke at my birthday party in front of a bunch of strangers? Why are you telling everyone that I have AIDS because you want Blake to think you're, like, someone? And I literally said, oh, I don't want you sleeping in my bed because I don't want acne. Moment of silence for that because I devoured. So, yeah. Jerome starts talking to Cole and Angie about religion. Angie gets very irritated and leaves. 
my other friend who is non-binary leaves because they were getting misgendered the whole night. I'm like sitting there like, could this be any worse? I go upstairs, I apologize to Cole and Angie and yeah. I'm talking to Andrea and Jillian being like, I'm so irritated, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And then people are deciding to leave. People are like, we're going to go home. And then I was like, let's go out to the bar. So we go out to the bar. Um, I don't get in Carmelo's, but I get in the bar around the corner, blah, blah, blah. Like Jillian or someone buys me a drink. None of my Ohio friends. So we're sitting in the bar. This man's taking photos of me. Marcelo goes over there and like yells at him. None of my Ohio friends. Get the common theme that's going on. So I'm watching this the whole night. I'm having the worst night ever. Um, I always put pressure on myself to have good birthdays. Never works out. Yeah. So anyway, I get really drunk because someone bought me a shot or something. I don't know. I looked really great. I was having a good night. We're walking home. to the G and I think I had already started yelling at Jerome in them and then I just go off I literally just go off I'm screaming at the top of my lungs literally so loud I'm up in Jerome's face like being like how no one was there for me during all this hard shit blah 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 how no one calls me how they all suck, how I have the worst friends, all this mean shit. I honestly don't remember a lot of what I said, but my friends the next day reassured me and said that everything I was saying was very valid and I was just very upset and crying and whatever. And then we all got back to my apartment. It was Marcelo and Andrea Jerome, Patrick, and Alex. And they were staying because Andrea and Marcella were like, hell no, we're not letting them take him home. So we get home. I'm screaming still on the way home, telling them that I hate them, that I never want to see them again. I literally go upstairs. I get all their shit and I throw it at Alex in the hallway. And I literally slam the door and I'm like, never fucking come back here. So, yeah. I, Patrick had texted Angie, which is what irritated me, because Angie came out and babied me on my birthday and tried to cheer me up when I literally just wanted to be alone. And I'm nice to the point that I never know when to just tell people no or like I need my own space I suck at that I'm not used to having my own space that is something I'm working on that is something that I still do not have figured out so yeah cause Angie and Cole just had like this common theme of being like Frank's our kid And that was very triggering for me because I was like, I hate 
it's just like that mother and father, like when they take, when they try and take credit for like where you are, cause you wouldn't be anywhere like without them, you know, like, it's just very irritating. And like, I can take care of myself. Like I've done it long enough. So I like didn't give Alex all his things back. And I was like, okay. Um, I'm not going to give them back. I text them. No. Backtrack. I, Alex was texting me being like, I have, you still have like some of my things. Like I want it back, whatever, whatever. I was like, I need space. I texted them and I said that I didn't want to go on vacation and that I would, I need my money back. Crickets, silence. I literally text and tell them how bad the birthday was, why I don't want to go. I need the money back because I need to pay rent. Jerome sends me this paragraph being like, you knew whatever, whatever. You knew what you were getting into. You can't back out now. Um, we don't want you there and you can't get your money back, basically. And said that in private to other people. Um, yeah. So even if I did want to go on vacation, I didn't really have a ride there because the two cars that were driving were Alex and Jerome. Alex was the biggest baby about getting the car. The whole time he was like, you know, everyone's just bullying me, being like, thinking I'm going to drive and like my mom's going to feel bad and that's why she's going to let me drive. And I literally was like, girl, I don't know what the fuck to tell you guys. I was the person that was always like, let's go somewhere different. Why don't we go to P-Town? Why don't we stay here for Pride? Always shut my ideas down. We're like, we don't want to do that. That's not fun. No one wants to do that. That's so lame. But like, then when it's like, oh, we want to stay at your apartment in New York. Like, oh, but you don't want to go to Pride with me? I want to do that. It was never anything I wanted to do. But I did grow to love Maine. And there's a lot of poetry about it in my book. And it sucks. It fucking hurts. So anyway. Yeah. So that's when I was like, I'm not giving Alex his stuff back until I get my vacation money back. So I was very upset. Um, I get drunk, a few things, um, get upset, text nasty things in a group chat about Jerome and them being like, I'm not in the wrong. They are defending myself. Literally everyone's just irritated at me at this point. No one's calling me. No one's asking how I am. No one's checking in, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so I set up this trip to go visit Damon and bring, 
I wanted to go to Boston, but this was another reason to go was to bring Alex his belongings to Damon's house because they were going to Damon's apartment instead of mine before vacation. So I pack all his things. Um, and I did keep his weed pen. That was the only thing that I can say I did wrong. I gave it to Kendra because I was so mad. It was like the day after. And I literally said, and you can have this. And by the time, like, I had the opportunity to, like, bring his things back. Like, the weed pen was over. But, like, I charged the AirPods. I fucking folded the shit. I did forget one shirt, though. I have it. An ugly shirt. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I guess two things. But that was an accident, this shirt. Um... Yeah, so I spend my money. I book bus ticket, round trip. It's like a, a hundred bucks or something. I go up there for the weekend. I hang out with Damon. Again, how I always am. I bought like grocery stuff so we could cook. Like I wanted to be so nice. I bought, I brought him a joint from New York, like a little housewarming thing. I was so excited and so happy to just and so grateful that he wanted to host me because Damon and I weren't really friends. I was always so mean to Damon because that was like the common thing of our group was to be mean to one person and it was always Damon. And I feel like I was the spearhead of that. It was Jerome and I that were always the meanest. Um, and yeah... So I go up there. We're hanging out. It's a good time. I'm seeing how he lives. It's a very pretty city. I got my own alone time. Showed me how to use the the tea. And it was a pleasant stay. He was excited to make me espresso, espresso martinis. Not espresso. Girl, did I not learn anything? Um, yeah cooked um offered to help move his stuff into the new apartment but they were like less people in the car means more room for more stuff so stay here I made pizza um yeah brought Alex's things and the thing was I got there Yo, when I got there, the bus was like, I had fallen asleep or something. And I fucking got there. And it was like at the end of the green line, but it was going to take me to like Harvard. But I was like, oh, hell no, we getting off right now. So I get on this green line, but apparently it was really far. But I thought I had made the good choice, but I fucking didn't. And I was trying to like jump the thing. And the Boston things are so like weird. I don't know. It was funny. I definitely had a good time exploring a different city. Definitely not fun, though. I feel like Boston's only fun for, like, a weekend. But I really can't go to bars, so this is the before 21 experience that I'm giving you. Um, definitely had a nice-ass apartment, I'll tell you that much. She had an amazing apartment for less than I pay. 
I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So, it's very, like, suburban, too. I took a lot of photos in his neighborhood. It's not like Brooklyn at all. It's very, like, Shaker Heights or Coventry. So, what now? Anyway, it's the last night. I'm leaving the next morning. Um, I, like, am talking to Damon, and I'm like, yo, like, is anyone going to send me my money? Like, I kind of want it. I text in a group chat is how I think I did it, because I think a few people had paid me money without, like, asking. So I text in the group chat being like, if I don't, like, get my money back tonight, like, I'm gonna take Alex's things with me tomorrow morning. Um, yeah. So it stirred up some drama. People were like, can I wait and pay? And I was like, sure, whatever. Like, two people had paid me. Um, they were each paying me a little portion. Damon did not pay me because he said he was going to wait. I do remember this because he texted me not too long ago before I got a new number being like, I've been meaning to pay you some bullshit. I literally said, I forgot about it. It's fine. And then I got a new number. But moral of the story, I basically got like a hunt. Like I got what I spent going to Boston back. Was not paid. Um, came back to Brooklyn and I just feel like it just no one grew up in that friend group not a soul not a motherfucking soul It was just, when we hung out together, it was just being mean to each other. It was like being back in high school. And I didn't love that. I hated it. But I kept holding on to this idea that it was gonna, that we were just like the best together. I miss them. I will admit. But I think I'm better off without them. Um... I mean, they've probably... The thing also is, when I was up with Damon talking about, like, my experience and whatever, being, like, talking about, like, my mental health and, like, stuff, he was like, do you really think, like, that, though? I don't think so. I don't think... And basically being, like, it would be a lot worse, like, if you were in an episode or, like, I think I, like, now, firsthand witnessing it, the horrible anxiety I've had the last year. But whatever. Whatever. It's just a mean group of friends. I don't know how you could go to college and literally make fun of someone's identity, 
physical appearance and literally be their best friend the next day and be so rude to them. I feel so bad for Magalino. Because, like, there I was making fun of Mags, too. Because it was the fun, cool thing to do at the moment. It was like Alex and I didn't have anything else to talk about. And Alex really fucked me over with the Ryan thing. I wasn't honest when I made that episode. Basically, what happened when I went up to White Plains, I had... Alex had... I said Ryan was cute. And... I bought Bacardi and everything, and I asked if Ryan wanted to hang out with us, and I was being, like, subtle about it. And... Alex didn't want him to hang out with us, and Alex didn't like him, and Alex was so mean to him. But I was like, Ryan, like, hang out with us. And then I was like, Ryan, come out with us. And then when we were out, Alex was like, you know, the only reason why you're out with us is because Frank wants to fuck you. So then I think Ryan felt like he needed to fuck me. So then we slept together, and then the next day, Alex showed him the poetry I had wrote about him. Because he was supposed to come to a Halloween party that Jill was having. And then he stopped texting me because Alex painted me out to be like some, oh, Frank just never wants to be in a relationship. That was his excuse. He was like, oh, I just thought you didn't want to settle down. I think he was just jealous. I feel like he's a very jealous person. And it sucks because I was willing to give him so much. So. And I'm not trying to record this episode in any malicious way. I'm just trying to get it out of my mind of podcast ideas. So who knows? I may not even post this episode. But I really, really needed the space and time away from these people because they were my family when my family wasn't and they got me to New York mentally and then it just felt like I was off in the world alone and then they sucked over the phone. That kind of rhymed. So, as a person I've learned... that it hurts to give so much. And that's the kind of person that I am and wanted to be. I love spoiling the people I love and people take advantage of that. Men take advantage of that. And I'm too kind. I'm gonna kill myself before I find out how to set boundaries fucking sucks and it feels like that was like the last part of Ohio that I like knew
was like these group of people, this group of friends. And it just feels like I'm just lost. And I feel like I've let the negativity and the anger of this whole situation like push away people that shouldn't have and scare me into thinking that I was like how they were. And it distanced me from people. Like I got scared that I was doing what they did to me to Jill and it scared the fuck out of me. And I... I'm taking it day by day. So with that, I'm sure I've missed a few details. A few angry things. But I'm ready to let it go. Because I have been better without them. Not happier. Not yet. But I've been open to growth and opportunity. So. (laughs) I love you. Thank you if you listened. Um... Yeah.